What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. What if kittens played the clock and spiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got two international questions. The first is from a patron named Noah in Australia. Hello, Mr. Eric. My name is Noah. I'm seven. I'm from S- Sydney, Australia. My question is, what if Fred the dog went into a portal to Zombieland? Oh, Fred is going to fit right in, I have a feeling. Thank you, Noah. And our second question is from Shana. Hi, my name is Shana, and I'm from Turkey. I'm six and a half years old, and I like you, and my lot of question is what if kids never had fun. Bye. Oh, I always love a good challenge. Let's see if we can make not fun Fun. And let's see if me, Fred the dog, can give a shout out to Sebastian. Hey, Fred, yeah. Hey, thanks, Sebastian. Okay, now let's get to our story. Oh, hold your horses. I also got the shout out for Samuel. He's from Tennessee and he loves basketball. Oh, thank you, Samuel, as well. And now I've got a shout out for Gracie. Candy the Kid? Oh, you better believe it. Candy, Candy loves Disney's, Disney's Descendants and Santa. Santa. Pop down, you butterscotch boots. This is my shout out. It's okay. I'm sure Gracie wanted to hear from you and your butterscotch boots. And last. And most evil of all, I have a shout out for Ellie. <laughs> okay, um, good uncle. Well, let's not assume that she's evil. Ellie loves to draw and loves Harry Potter. I think Ellie just wanted a shout out from you because you're a fun and silly character. Fun and silly. Oh. That really hurts. Well, thank you, Ellie, Gracie, Samuel, and Sebastian. Now let's find out what if kids never had fun, and what if Fred the dog went into a portal to zombie land. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia Every single week, movies, music, even science and Disney, we've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. 
The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Fred the Frog in Alabaster's Eribit were still frogs, as you may have gathered. And they were still stuck in the swamp, trying to figure out how they might get turned back. If you want the full story, you're going to have to go all the way back to episode 149. What if magic didn't exist? But needless to say, magic doesn't exist. And I'm telling you, Alabaster, we're never going to get turned back to normal. And we're never going to find magic again unless we find the Queen of Frogs, said Fred the Dog, who was recently made Fred the Frog, and still had his trademark extra-long tongue that made it a little difficult for him to talk sometimes. I don't know, Fred, responded Alabaster Zeribit, what if world's quote-unquote greatest detective. Every lead has gone gold. We've just got to wait it out here in the swamp until Opportunity knocks. But Opportunity doesn't just knock Alabaster. Sometimes it sniffs, or licks, or looks, or kicks. But you'll miss it if you never leave your home for a little adventure. Okay, fine. You go have a little adventure, and I'll wait here to rescue you when you get lost. Oh, I'm not gonna get lost, Alabaster. I'm gonna find my way to the frog dimension. Just you wait. And so Fred sniffed and hopped and licked and listened, ready to search all of What If World for a way to get to the frog dimension. It's only a matter of time. Three weeks had gone by, and Fred finally looked up from his licking. Whoa, where am I? You're still in the swamp, Fred. You've searched every stump and stone and vine. I think it's time to give up the ghost. Oh, wait. I missed that lump of gray goo the first time around. Oh, oh, please don't lick that. I don't know what they taught you in detective school, Alabaster, but the motto of the Fur Force is, Leave no lump unlicked. Did you write the motto? the motto. Yes, I, I wrote it. So Fred licked the random lump of gray goo that he found in the swamp. Should I stop right here and, and tell you folks that you shouldn't lick gray lumps that you find in the swamp? Oh, hush, Mr. Eric, they know that. Okay, sorry, but don't do that. I don't know, maybe do it if you've been turned into a frog. Yeah, um, 
Okay. I'm licking, Mr. Eric. Yes, ah, uh, so, and as Fred, the frog, licked the lump of gray goo, <laughs> a portal tore its way through space-time. See, Alabaster? This portal must be older than magic itself. But aren't all portals magic? I don't know, maybe it's a science portal. Don't poke holes in this. Fine. And Fred jumped through the portal which quickly closed behind him. Fred the Frog found himself in a gray schoolyard. Dunes of dust slowly drifted across the landscape, and tumble webs rolled past rusted-out swing sets, getting caught on patches of cracked cement. What a nice dimension! said Fred, hopping through the abandoned schoolyard to the first building he could find, to see a room full of gray-skinned children in tattered clothes, looking down at strange devices held in their hands. If I didn't know any better, I'd say these were zombies, thought Fred the Frog, because why would he say that out loud when he's all by himself? No, I said it out loud, Mr. Eric. Okay, so I guess Fred said that out loud. Now it's time to take a closer look. And Fred silently hopped around the classroom door and nudged his way in. The teacher looked like a kind of ghost, and she floated up, down, and through the rows of desks. All right, class. Take out your tablets and follow along closely. Brains, 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 brains. Oh, now I'm sure they're zombies. I better be careful not to mention that I have a brain, said Fred out loud, rather than thinking it to himself like he should have. No, I meant to think that part. Oh, man. Excuse me. Did you say brains? And the ghostly teacher floated up to Fred the Frog. As all the zombie students slowly looked up from their devices and creakingly turned their heads toward Fred the Frog. Oh, oh, no, no, I said brain, singular. But what I meant to say is, hi, I'm Fred, and I need your help finding... Your brains? No, the, the queen of frogs? I mean, maybe this isn't the frog dimension... But if you have magic, it could be easy. What a coincidence. You know we were just looking for brains, said the ghostly teacher, floating a little bit closer. Huh? No, you're not looking for anything. You're just staring at those things, those weird... And Fred finally saw the devices in each child's hand. Those tablets are literally just slabs of stone with pictures of brains on them. Brains. 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 Agreed the class. Well, you can't possibly have fun studying one picture forever. We never have fun, said Zombie Zack. We don't have brains, said Zombie Lola Rabbit. What? That's crazy. Everybody has brains. Not in zombie land, said the ghostly teacher, floating within arm's reach of Fred the Frog. We all ate each other's brains ages ago. See? 
The teacher turned her head to the side and stretched open her misty ear. Fred could see clean through to the other side. Eww. Seeing no brain is somehow even grosser than seeing a brain. You've seen brains? Oh, no, 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 thank goodness. My brain's still in my head where it belongs. I thought to myself, oh, no. But Fred had already said it out loud. You have a brain in your head? Asked Zombie Zack. Did I say my head? <laughs> no, I meant some other zombie's tummy because they ate it. Oh, of course. Common mistake. Said Zombie Lola. Phew. It's a good thing all these zombies don't have brains. Or they'd have figured out that I have a brain a long time ago. Am I right, Mr. Eric? And the whole class fixed Fred with a hard stare. Oh, Beard, I, I really should learn how to have an inner monologue. But then the ghostly teacher's eyes seemed to gloss over. And all the students slowly, creakingly turned back to their tablets. All right, class. Follow along closely. Brains, 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 brains. Hey, 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 whoa! I thought you all were gonna help me. And the teacher paused for a moment. Yes, just join our class and practice your brains. That way, if brains ever come into the class, we'll all have brains again. How can you expect to get brains by just sitting here looking at pictures of brains? Brains. brains. The class agreed. No, that's not how it works. Opportunity doesn't just knock. You've got to go out and find it. And, you know, it can be a lot more fun than staring at a tablet all day long. Fun? Oh no, we've just got to stick with our studies forever, or until our brains come back. Then we'll help you find your queen of brains. It's queen of frogs, oh. oh. You wouldn't know a brain if you were looking at a frog of a dog of a friend with a big juicy brain right in front of you. That's why we need to study our brains. All right, class. Follow along closely. No, I just told you. I've got a brain, okay? Come get out of this classroom. Chase a frog with a juicy brain. And Fred jumped up and down, trying to get the attention of all the zombie students and their ghost teacher. Brains? Brains? Brains. Fred stopped at the doorway, and all the students started turning back to their tablets. Oh, forget it. Forget it, said Zombie Zack. To forget a short-term memory like this interaction, he'd need a prefrontal cortex. Huh? A prefrontal cortex? A sloppy pun like that means he can recall facts and information using the amygdala, neocortex, and hippocampus. I think it's pronounced hippopotamus. You've got a brain. I mean, now I'm not so sure. Get that frog. 
Now you'll figure it out. I do. Oh boy. But the zombies were already chasing Fred out of the classroom. Oh boy. The rusty hinges of the classroom door fell away <sighs> as the zombie children pushed through it. Oh, I gotta put this jumping legs to the test. As the zombie students ran through the courtyard, tumblewebs swirled away from them, and dunes of dust burst apart and floated away on the wind. Brains, brains, brains. brains in each class. As they chased Fred across the schoolyard, more and more of this once happy place started to show beneath the dust and grime. You can't catch me, and even if you do, I'm a slimy frog with an even slimier tongue. <laughs> said Zombie Zack, as Fred slipped and slurped through his fingers. <laughs> the zombies fell over each other trying to catch this little frog, and he leapt on top of the pile of zombies and then right over the chain-link fence of the schoolyard. And the zombies pushed their way through the chain link fence and followed Fred into an ancient swamp. Oh, swamps again! But Fred made good use of the wet swamp, making himself even slippier and slimier and harder to catch. And the little zombie kids clamored and giggled and slipped and slid, tumbling their way through the trees and vines. Before they knew it, they'd forgotten why they ran their way into the swamp in the first place. They were just playing in the mud and the muck, like the children they'd been some time long ago. See you, kids? There's more to life than just studying your brains, thought Fred the Frog. So none of the children in the swamp heard him. Oh, come on, Mr. Eric. I obviously meant to say that out loud. Who is this Mr. Eric he keeps talking to? I don't know. Maybe he's missing his brains. Said the children before going back to their play. What are they doing? Asked the ghostly teacher, floating up to Fred. They're playing, teacher. We can learn so much through brains. And with that, the ghostly teacher's hands closed around Fred and turned completely solid and cold. Oh, hey, listen, I thought we were past eating my brains. Besides, you a ghost. Do ghosts even like brains? Brains. Teacher, how can you, eating a frog's brain, give each of us our own brains individually? I don't. No. Well, it can't, teacher, but look what you did today. You let your class take what they learned out into the world. And look at how happy they are. And as the teacher looked over at her playful students, her grip loosened on Fred the Frog, who squirmed and squiggled his way out. Class, called out the teacher in her most authoritarian tone. Follow along closely. And the ghostly teacher picked up a handful of mud and flung it at Zombie Zack. <laughs> and in an instant, the entire class was having a throwdown muck fight in the middle of this ancient swamp. I had thought I was teaching them everything they needed to know, said the teacher. Well, you probably were before you all ate each other's brains. But clearly zombies don't need brains to think. 
You just needed to get out into the world and take some chances. I'm starting to remember things, and we've got so much more to learn. Well, I'm glad I could help. President Fred saves another world. <laughs> For the good it does me. <laughs> Fred thought to himself. Hey, you got it right that time, Mr. Eric. And as the muck and mud covered zombies seemed to finally tucker out, Lola Rabbit the zombie bounced over to Fred. Thanks for helping us remember what we used to be like. Oh, you can still be like that every day. Just get outside and experience something new. Or what about something old from like a long time ago? Oh, sure, I like playing the same old game sometimes too. But Lola Rabbit was bouncing away and waving for Fred the Frog to follow. Oh, be careful, Lola Rabbit. I used to live in a swamp like this and it can be a big and dangerous place. They stopped at a massive clearing in the swamp where piles of rubble were strewn out in every direction, and a giant zombie dragon slept on the rubble. You see, I remembered. My friend Draco Max and I used to play here. Where you burst out of the volcano? Yeah, that's what happened. I'd forgotten it was so long ago. Oh, for crying out loud, I'm stuck in the future? Fred shouted. You're done right, I shouted, Mr. Eric. It's like Dixie going for better worse. The end. Oh, don't you say the end. I can't believe you, Mr. Eric. All right, Noah and Shauna, I hope you liked your story. I know things just keep getting crazier in What If World, but keep lending us your ears and your imagination, and I just know things are going to turn out all right. Folks at home, What If World has only survived this long thanks to our loyal patrons. Patrons get a shout-out on the show, early access to ad-free episodes, a better chance of getting their questions answered, and much more. And you can check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. And if you can't become a patron, another great way to help us is leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to us there on the Himalaya app or wherever you listen. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, all the great and kind teachers who have ever lived, and all you kids at home who know that fun doesn't just knock at your door. Sometimes you need to get out and find it. Until we meet again, keep wondering.